Welcome to the Self-Created Podcast, two gem-loving gems talking all things health, beauty, local, and culture. It's Shanika. It's Jernel. And it's the Self-Created Podcast. And um, you guys, yes, it is Jernel, and you can hear her this week. <laughs> she has a new microphone. I have a microphone, y'all. I know. I know. I I have come to the side of the non-trifling. I'm, I, you know, it's 2021. I, you know, we, we just, we're going to do better because we know better now. Well, you know, as, okay, you know, I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit. You know, I love you. We've been talking about for like almost a year about how we need a microphone. And it's funny because she went, um, you went to a podcasting thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you had shared with me how um, a microphone they suggested and yeah. I went and got it. Um, and I've been using it for quite a while. And granted, I do speak a little bit louder anyways. But, um, you know, I've been telling Janelle, get on a microphone. She's like, do I sound that bad? I'm like, well, no, but, you know, just so it can be on even, you know, playing levels. And right. finally this past week, she's like, I'm getting a microphone. <laughs> I but you. I mean, also, it's like an investment because we got to push it up, you know, where you want to come with you guys with content. Um, you know, and obviously if you're going to listen, we want it to sound good. Right. Um, right. So we, there's only so many excuses we can give. So, um, you know, she's got a microphone. I'm so excited. And then she said you got like a tripod or something for your phone. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a tripod, just a regular, um, tripod. Mm-hmm. And then I got the attachment that you can use to put on your phone. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I tested it out just a smidge. I haven't tested the feature of the little, um, they have like a little, um, like remote or yes. Thank you. A remote. Uh-huh. And I haven't tried that out yet, but I'm going to, I'm going to look into that today or tomorrow. Cool. But yeah, so I got the tripod earlier this week. Um, I was able to get, uh, my company did a um, gift card for us, like $50 gift card that you can choose to wherever. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, it was really nice. So I was like, oh, I'll do one for Amazon because there's some things I've been wanting to buy anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that was it, the attachment as well as the tripod. And then I was like, I was waiting till the microphone went back on sale Mm -hmm. and it it did. (laughs) So I was able to, to get it, but it was weird because having the tripod, I was like, yeah, this is definitely a game changer. Cause before it was like propping up your stuff and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and now it's like, oh, oh, this is way better. Like, oh, this is, I just, um, I got, um, a ring light. I'm um, kind of like you. Um, sometimes I like, get my job, like we'd get gift cards for stuff. And I don't think I've told you, but sometimes I do like little surveys and I get like $10 Amazon gift cards here oh, and there. And one time I did like a video survey it was about like Lightroom, something I use. I got like 50 bucks. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's another way you guys can get like stuff for quote unquote free. Just do surveys. Sometimes yeah. they pick you. Sometimes they don't. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like the 24 inch ring light because someone had shared that and it was like a really good price. I was like, oh, well, this is great for like photography or, you know, if I want to do like, you know, um, photos. Mm-hmm. 
with myself, the kids or whatever, or with products. And then um, it's kind of big. So I just got another one where it's like a 10 inch ring light and mm-hmm. um, it's the stand, then the ring light, then you connect the phone key. So I used that yesterday because I'm in Facebook groups. You know, mm-hmm. I tell you, we talk about our Bravo shows, but I'm in one of them and they become about skincare stuff oh, and nice. the ladies and the people that have been great. They've actually ordered, you know, from my business, Sebastian Harper, um, they, were amazing in December ordering stuff from my business. And so I was just like, okay, I'll just get on here and show you guys how I use some of my stuff. And they loved it. But it was so, like you said, so convenient to not have to prop it up on my makeup box or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Just have it on the stand and be like, oh, it's not going anywhere. It's not going to get knocked, moved or anything. So um, yeah, it's like, sometimes you do need to just spend the little that it is to make life a little bit more convenient. And if you have a purpose for like how or why you want to use it, listen, the money will come back to you. Um, I, you know, I shared that with you earlier this week, how, you know, for a moment, like I, like where I'm not like struggling, you know, you always like have a certain number you want to keep. And so like when you, you know, something happens, like, you know, I had to pay, I got to get brakes for my car. So, you know, that was like a few hundred. Yes. But you know, can't die. Can't die, girl. (laughs) Can't die. You know gotta be safe. Gotta so be safe. I was like, Oh God, I gotta, you know, pay for that. And then like, I got a pretty good order on my website and I'm like, okay, this is why the universe is like, Shadika, stop playing with yourself, boo. Like we got you. We so, got you. um, listen, you guys, the universe has got you. Me and Janelle have got you. So I'll segue into what we're talking about today. And I'm going to kind of let Janelle take the lead on this because this is kind of um, her practice and I'm going to try to incorporate it in some ways. Um, And this kind of goes off of the episode, our episode 59 about word of the year and, you know, at that point, Janelle hadn't really had one, but she went with nourish, but she's also, I guess, also honesty and discipline, right? You're kind of like doing rotating words of the year, which is fine. Yeah. Some that you know, maybe the first four months is this, mm-hmm. four months is that, and that, you know, uh, stuff changes. You don't have to be like, but my word is stiff plan, so I've got to do this. <laughs> no. no, that's not. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> no, that, that, no, that's not discipline. Right. <laughs> discipline Correct. is knowing when you got to step away. Anyways. Yes. So um, you were talking about how there are certain things that you want to do, get done, whether it's like workouts, eating right, um, you know, podcast stuff, working on your website that you've been talking about. Um, well, I wasn't going to throw that in, but you should do it now, so. Um, so, yeah. Um, so you came up with, you know, 30 minutes for 30 days. So I'm going to let you come in and talk more about that. Yeah, so I, I just like all our great conversations and um, ideas for things come uh, through Voxer or uh, IGDM. So <laughs> Voxer, IG text, and now on your phone you can send me voice memos, which I'm gonna have to see if I can integrate something into my messaging to send you voice memo because then I'm like, well, damn, I gotta take it to Voxer. With the uh, I- yeah. You can. I I can with other iPhone users. Oh, Apple being exclusive. <laughs> you know. It is what it is. But anyway, so I came up with the idea. Well, it's not really an um my idea. It's like I've heard other people do versions of it, but not 
kind of like how I'm thinking of doing it. So you've heard the, like a challenge, you got like the 90 day challenge. What was the challenge that you were doing earlier? Well, I mean, last year? Um, hard 75. Hard 75. Yeah, which I'm kind of like incorporating that back in because I was, yeah, I was feeling so good on that. And then I slipped. Anyway, so saying about me, go on. No, you're good. <laughs> But, no, but it's it's a good point. It's a very good yeah. point because usually when you get, and this is why I usually stay away from challenges because of the whole, I call it the challenge high. And then that, that let down, it's like putting yourself in a piece of relationship because you just keep doing this, oh, this circle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> over and over again. It's like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. And you do it for a while and you feel amazing. And then you have like, life happens to you. You have to go deal with the life. And then you realize that you got off the challenge and you feel bad. And then you're sitting there um, trashing yourself about how you're not doing the challenge. And then woe is me. And it, it's just, it's a whole cycle. Um, and then you sit there and you're like, well, since I'm not doing it no more, then poo. And then you don't do anything. And then you'll like, get inspiration a couple of weeks later, you start this cycle again, and it's just like, ooh, can we get off? So I decided to try something or experiment, because you know how I like to experiment with things. Um, it gives me, takes, and we've talked about this before in previous episodes about my experimentation. Like I give myself about a month or two months to experiment. The first month, just to play with it, see how it rocks, you know, fail a little bit. Second month, learn from my failures or what I like and didn't like to do better, try that out. And then by the third month, I actually know what the heck I'm doing, why I'm doing it and the best way to do it. And then I rock it out. Um, I usually work really good with this method. It just helps take the pressure off and allows you to be a beginner and kind of helps you step out that cycle. So if you have a day that you have to do life and you're not able to do whatever it is that you decided to do, or it's not at the same magnitude, you're not, you know, putting yourself in that cycle of shame, you know, you're allowing yourself to just be. So what the 30-30 is for 30 days, I'm going to do at least uh, 30 things for 30 minutes. And my list of 30 things varies. Um, I don't have to do all of them on the same day, but I will like put on there to at least do them three times a week. And that's like my minimum, you know, uh, commitment. So same. like rotating them. Yeah, rotating them. So for instance. Okay, yeah, I was just to say, break it down because I'm like, I feel like I'm a bit of an overachiever, but I'm like, do I do 30? <laughs> <laughs> Can like brush your teeth be one of them? <laughs> you know, if it's you, it's you, man. Can, it's we, you, can it's I cheat? Be like, I woke up, one. <laughs> I open my eyes, two. Two. <laughs> Okay, so break down like some examples. Okay, so some examples that I mentioned to you were reading, right? So I wanted to get back into reading. And before, you know, I had mentioned like this was like episodes ago where I talked about doing the two day challenge. So, yeah, um, I was talking to her about reading. And before I used to do this little challenge where they were like, make a small commitment to yourself. Um, to do every day and, you know, make it like super, super small. So it makes it easier for you to do it consistently. And one of them was like, instead of saying you're going to read a book a month or whatever, or a book in a week, just commit to two pages a day. 
That's it. Just two pages. And you know, I've t- I've stolen that from you. I I like that. That was it, it, you. Th- you saw that one. Yes. Uh, two years ago, maybe, yeah. and I've incorporated that one. Like, I don't. I'm not always consistent with it, but right. I, I I do. And then you usually find yourself reading more than two pages. So. Yes, exactly. You really do. It's kind of like a fake out. You it, yeah. At the bare minimum, you do the two pages. You get that doping hit of accomplishing something and then you move on with the rest of your day Mm -hmm. or you do your two pages and you're really into a thing and you have the time and you continue to read and then that just adds to the further you know of you reading and then the next day you may or may not have that time again so you just do the two pages it just adds up and over time you'll be able to accomplish as you know that's those small bites which is something that you know I go back and forth with there's some times where I want to bite the whole thing and a big chew. And then there are times where I'm like, no, you only have so much energy and you need to, you know, pace it out, take the little bitty bites and allow that to multiply. Um, I kind of just want to add now to the reading thing. Um, A lot of times when people have like a reading challenge, they're like, oh, it's got to be nonfiction. It needs to be a book that's going to teach you something or whatever. First of all, the fuck it does it because I've read like a chiclet book and that's how I learned that the Washington Redskins were actually in DC and not the state of Washington, just saying. Um, But I, I feel like that's very elitist and judgmental. Like read whatever you want to read. Um, whether it's smut or not, I mean, read, it's okay. You can still learn. Um, also, it can be an audio book as well. Um, you know, Correct. so maybe just put on an audio book in the beginning of the day while you're going through your routine. So that can be a way to knock out something. Right. Um, that's another elitist attitude that people have, um, you know, audio books. Some people even have elitist attitudes about ebooks. I just can't do audio because of my attention span. But, oh, okay. um, I'll definitely do ebooks. I mean, that saves me just like when I'm still like in the haze and I can just like swipe instead of putting a light on and all of that and turning a page. And I just want to say, you know, on a um, motherhood standpoint, my youngest son, um, building him to be a confident reader, he does a lot of like the um, audio books and he looks at them on a laptop and as they're reading like he can see the words so that helps him identify words and know them for himself oh that's awesome yeah so um and you know even his teachers like it's all reading you know read together he read you know it's all reading just get them exposed so I just kind of wanted to throw that in that's something that's kind of changed in my mind since you've mentioned that a couple years ago yeah it's it's interesting because people do have these, like you said, elitist views about certain things that in general are for your betterment, you know? And there's nothing wrong with reading for pleasure. You don't always have to be learning something. If you learn and, you know, by the, by the way, then great. But like you said, sometimes it's just, it's just the reading, you know? It's really the act of doing it and allowing you to have a moment where you can concentrate on something outside of, you know, everything else, especially in regards to online life, you know? So, and being able to stretch your imagination and use it creatively, you know, to create these little worlds. Cause I don't know about you, but when I read, I totally envision the person talking, you know, like the characters and what their faces would be like, what they would look like 
you know, I have like a whole series, like television series in my head going on, which is one of the reasons why I enjoy reading. Because I can imagine things how I want, you know. Yeah, that's why of- I kind of get upset with movies when they turn into books. I'm like, no, that's not how this happened. But you know. <laughs> right, because you've already in your head, mm-hmm. had, you know, created the movie. So it's like, this isn't the same thing that I had imagined, but okay. Um, so reading is one of them. And like, like I said, that trick that I've learned of just the two pages a day, because over time it compounds and you just end up reading the book way faster than you would originally if you were just like, oh, I'm going to read every day or I'm going to read a book a month or whatever. So there's that. So how are you now incorporating your reading into 30 minutes, 30 days? So I'm going to have like a list of books that I want to, you know, read from is not going to be necessarily the same book, but um, I'm going to have some books for pleasure. I'm going to have like just truly pleasure. Right. And then I have some books that are um, related to my industry, related to professional goals, related to personal goals, those types of things, and just general interest. So there's going to be um, like, I wanted to finish a Brene, um, Brene Brown book. Uh, I've been just like trying to finish it and just have it. Um, I bought the new um, Bevelations book by Bevy Smith. So I wanted to, you know, get into that. I, just- I want to read that too, because I was just listening to her talk on her show, um, her serious show. And I was oh, like, dope. I need to read this. Yeah, she's, she's funny. It's a good book so far. Um, there are some parts where I think she's going to dive deeper into the book about them. So she kind of like hits it surface level. But what I really enjoy so far about the book is that it it reads conversationally. Like it's like you're having a conversation. You're She's sitting down, like you're at a fabulous brunch, you know, um, somewhere either in, in New York or in Paris. And she's like, darling, let me tell you. And then you, you, she tells you the things and you're like, really? And she's like, oh yes, but there's more. And you're just, you're eating and you're drinking and you're having this great in-depth, you know, conversation. That's what I really like it. So that's kind of like more of a learning book, but more of a leisure learn. Um, because it just feels very indulgent to read it. This is kind of the style of how her writing is. Um, So 30 days, 30 minutes, um, I'm going to put on my calendar at least three times a week um, reading. And uh, I'll gonna play with it in the next two weeks to see if I'll do it every day, but I'll probably break it up Um, There's some books that I probably want to read straight through for 30 minutes. And there's some books where I'm like, I'm going to hit this for 15. So I have two books that I want to hit for like 15 minutes each. Um, And then just kind of play around with it. Of course, my calendar is going to be my best buddy. I'll put it in the calendar and that way it's scheduled. So when the time comes, I just look at the calendar, pull the book, put on my timer and keep it moving. that's the other part of this is trying to incorporate a little bit more simplicity. Like you had mentioned before, I think when we, before we just started talking um, or recording, excuse me, was adding simplicity into an ease into um, whatever I'm trying to do. So even mm-hmm. though it's quote unquote, like a challenge for me, it's more of a, like a personal betterment, um, mm-hmm. putting myself on, a schedule that really works or 
will help me out, will support me better. Mm-hmm. And I just realized, I was like, I just got books that I really like. I haven't finished. I'm not finishing. Yeah. You know? And I've never been good at the whole read a book a month type of thing. But like you said, that trick I picked up, up years ago is how I finished a couple of books that were like hard for me to finish because they're um they're thought-provoking books, but they can be a little dense. Mm-hmm. And the two pages just added it. So I was like, well, what if I did the 30 minutes? So it allows me, you know, however. Um, some books like Brene Brown, um, with her books, they are dense. They do a lot of like what I call um, inner work. So even though it may have, it doesn't have like an exercise at all. It could be a paragraph, but it'll strike you. Uh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, the mountain is you. Like I was reading this. I was like, hell yeah. Then I was like, I can't right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need to be read while reading. While reading. Don't read me while I'm reading, you know? Exactly. But you're right. Sometimes like, yeah. Um, I mean, power to people who can just power mm. through those health self-help books. Like they're nothing. Woo. Um, I'm not one of those people because like I said, like, you know, I take it personal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I need a moment. Yeah. Um, but I'm there with you. I and, and that and that one's a really good one. It's a quick read or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I have a hard time with self-help books. Um a lot of them are just so redundant in mm-hmm. the beginning stages mm-hmm. of the book. So it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get you it. You got to slog through. And that's the part that always kitch, you know, hits me because you, once you push past that first, like that, those introductory chapters where they're trying to set up yes. the foundation, yeah. then the book starts picking up and you're able to really delve deep. It is it's a challenge to get through that though. Mm-hmm. And that's usually where I stop. But also I picked this up from my link years ago where she's like, you know, she's like, I read a lot of books, but doesn't mean I read all through them. And right. she's like, you know, I'll read a book for what I need, skim through it, grab what I, you know, grab what Absolutely. I need and leave the rest. Yeah. 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 So. Those, I think it's kind of hard. I mean, I have like, um, some yoga books and whatnot that, you know, I don't start page one, you skim through, then you go back, you refer or whatever. Um, it's a guide, you know? I mean, Correct. remember even like when we were in school mm-hmm. and we were like in a science class, sometimes we're, we're not starting chapter one, you're starting another kind of way or mm-hmm. something. Um, Cause I remember yeah. being in school. I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm paying this much for this book, and we're not even using all of it. Wait a minute. So y'all can come up with a pamphlet or something, you know? Yeah, seriously. Exactly. Okay, so I'm trying to get like a clearer. So, are you going to do it to where you read 30 minutes like one day, or you're going to spread it throughout the week, like you know, five minutes each day or something like that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So it'll be a uh, 30 set, 30 minutes of setting. So um, at least three times a week. I'll be sitting down and reading for 30 minutes and the reading might be, you know, 15 minutes of reading and then 15 minutes of like reflecting, journaling, note taking. If, if the book calls for that, um, some of it might just be just straight 30 minutes of just straight reading. Um, some of it might be, oh, I really wanted to read this section of this book and this section of that book. So I'll split it up and do two 15 minutes of a book, a book's. Um, but no, it's, it's an actual sit down for 30 minutes of, a, of, the, of the thing, of the reading. Okay, got it. Um, and then uh, so I'm going to play with the, uh, 
three times a week. Um, I think I can do at least five. Um, but like I said, I just kind of want to play with it and see like what I like to call build your perfect day and then mm-hmm. enjoy it for a couple of days and mm-hmm. then find if it actually works for you. Cause sometimes we'll put stuff in our day and it's just too much for the day. It's just, yeah. you know, you just got things and like some days call for, you can do your 30 minutes, you can do your exercise and you can do, you know, um, personal uh, activity and then that's it because you got other things going on that day you may have appointments that you have to go to you got to cook you know whatever yes so that's one of them so the reading is a very you know central part because like I said there's books but there's also things I just want to learn which takes me to another thing that um is on my list which is uh my studying which is separate than reading so I want to commit to studying 30 minutes um, minimum three times a week as well. Um, and then from there, take it up. Studying what? So there's a couple of things I want to study for. Um, one of them, two is a certification. One is for Salesforce and then the other one is for the certi- certification or certified business analysis practum. I think it's practum or practica, um, but it's called the CBAP, certified, I think it's certified. I'm pretty sure it's certified um, business analyst professional. Yeah, okay. I believe so. I think that's. What I don't know what any of that shit means, but you go, girl. Are you so funny? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing about when people are like, "What does your friend do?" I'm like, "Stuff." You know? <laughs> I know, right? No, I'm just, um, she I... wears a book bag and writes <laughs> I things know. and um, converts convert stuff. stuff. And- and she she goes to work every day. I do know that. <laughs> yeah. um, so for my industry, uh, it's a it's a certification that just lets people know that hey, you're a professional. You, um, and it gives you a, a just a step up in in not only negotiation but also in your in your field. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things I last year it was one of a goal to take it so I have bought like the application fee um and then I was like I am not in the headspace to do that and realized I was like oh crap I think this only lasts for like and so I was like I still have to actually (laughs) that's just the application fee that's not the fee to actually take the test this is this is just the application this is just the fee to be like hey I want to take a test and then they uh-huh. look at my yeah it's it's serious man no, like, it reminds me of like when we have applications to apply for like a, a vendor show mm-hmm. and then if you get accepted you got to pay again I'm just yeah. like right I'm basically I'm paying no. to exactly to read this uh application just so I can can do the thing and then I'm gonna <laughs> pay you to do said thing it's like and that the um the fee is like three, four hundred dollars or something Ooh. like that. So yeah. let that and I, so, listen. Sometimes moti- money is a motivator. It like, is. I, didn't, I didn't pay all this much to not do this. Well, and that's the other part. It's it it. it <laughs> I'm trying to think of the phrase, but it separates, you know, people who want it from those who really gonna do it. You know, there's right. a, a much eloquent way to say it, but I can't think of it right now. Um, 
but the money helped it like you said it puts your skin in the game yeah and so I did the application because it was running on sale and I knew I wanted to do it and then I just like kind of was like oh no, no and so this year I was like no honey we're going to do it um you have the experience because you have to have so many hours and all mm-hmm. this other stuff mm-hmm. and I've already done the practice meaning like you have to sit in study sessions for a certain amount of hours and when I realized it's like holy crap I've already did that and so I said okay well let me let me put my stuff together let me study and let me take this during test so it's on the schedule um to be done this year I don't have a date for it yet I need to sit down and figure out when I will basically to one out when I have studied enough and then two um money so I'm gonna like backdate it like say if I want to take it in June right I'm gonna be like okay um I have till June break that up how much will I save a month so I'll be able to have the application fee the application fee the fee to take the exam and then is that uh excuse me is that enough money not money is that enough time to study for the actual certification so that's like kind of the reason why I said, you know what, we need to put studying as a separate feature to this 30 things list because I'm not going to get it done if I don't commit to it. So that's, um, those are two different certifications. Like I said, Salesforce is a um, software as a SaaS software as a system or something like that. I'm messing this all the way up. I should be ashamed. But anyway, it's an application, a web application um, that you can use to be pretty much anything that you need for your company. Most people use it as a customer management system, a CMS. Mm-hmm. Um, and other people use it to do other things, but it allows you to mm, change, move, do all this kind of stuff. So anyway, Cool. Okay. So again, how are you going to incorporate that? Are you going to try to do that one at least three times a week, more, yeah. less, at least three times a week as well? Yeah. At least three times a week as well. Um, like I said, I'm going to start off with the three times and my week I'm pushing out to the weekends. I usually, when I've ever done these types of like challenges to myself, I just commit to Monday to Friday. Cause that's usually like when I'm in work mode. So it's usually when I'm more disciplined and dedicated to doing a thing. And then kind of on Saturday and Sunday, I'm kind of like, man, I don't want to do nothing. Cause you know, I'm thinking I worked hard all week long. I deserve the weekend to do nothing. No, but you've got to incorporate your weekends. Um, Mm -hmm. There was like these fitness people I used to follow and they were like, you know, people think, oh, I'll just work hard Monday through Friday and splurge on the weekend. They're like, but you know, that's a, a high percentage of like your life. And if you're splurging and messing that up, like you're, right. you're, you're like messing up like your progress. Correct. So um, yeah. maybe, and then I also think that's like another um, mentality that has to change, especially with like, you know, the stuff that we want to do, like we can, we set our own quote unquote weekends mm-hmm. or whatnot. You know what I mean? I think that mentality of like, it's the weekend I'm going to relax is like the traditional nine to five mindset. Right. And also you, like you said, extending your, your, your desires to the weekend, cause you live a whole lot of life on the weekend. And I think also I try so hard to like counter what I do during the week, during the weekends, I set myself up for failure. And what I mean is I'll say, oh, 
I'm going to study because I have interrupted time. I'm going to study for three hours on Saturday or Sunday or whatever. Saturday, Sunday rolls around. I don't want to do none of it. And I don't study at all or, you know, and it, it you, you feel bad because you, you, you didn't uphold your word to yourself. And once again, you start that whole cycle of shame and blah, blah, blah. So with just doing the commitment of at least three times a week and knowing I can choose those three times, it might be a Saturday, a Tuesday, and a Thursday, you know? It may be a Sunday, it may be a Monday, and it may be a Tuesday. Like I might do knock it out back to back. It's whatever, but incorporating it over the weekend just allows me to kind of can you continue with that consistency as well as normalizing that you can do whatever you need to do on the weekend as well and not look at it as an affront to your personal time. Um, because that's what it is. It's your personal time. And these are personal goals. They're not work goals. So they're not tied to the work, quote unquote, work week. Because mm -hmm. when we transition, however, eventually when we're not like working, um, may it be for ourselves or even for another company. However, when we quote unquote retire, every day will be a weekend. Monday will feel like Thursday that will feel yeah. like Sunday, you know? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's it's arbitrary. So, but if it's a goal and it's important to you, make time for it. Just make the time. The day of the week doesn't mean anything. And I'm starting to realize that in the last couple of weeks um, where things are starting to like flow together. And I, and I think we have talked about this on one of the episodes where I maybe have talked to you where I was like, I can't tell the difference between a Tuesday and a Saturday. They yeah feel the same to me because yeah physically leaving the home to go mm -hmm. to work yeah so I live yeah. by my calendar whatever my calendar right. says I need to do is what I go do yeah so um I, I, so I'm just gonna I'm like trying to put together like you know tips of um ways to make this successful so like we said you know get that traditional Monday through Friday work week mindset out of the way because mm -hmm. whereas Saturday might be your chill day you know where I am Saturday I'm working Saturday You're you know what I Saturday. mean so like my chill time is usually Sunday um exactly. so you know just getting that mindset the traditional work week mindset mm -hmm. out of your mind basically yeah correct <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. Yes. It's like moving away from the traditional nine to five, which was never a nine to five. It's always nine to six because they're going to give you an hour break. So they got to get that back. But mm -hmm. anyway, um, moving from that traditional work schedule to more of a life schedule and really incorporating what it is that you want to do during the time that you have available. Um, so. And that's where discipline comes in. That's where discipline comes in. So for me and honesty with and yourself honest. like what can Girl. you get done and what's more important, important. what to is get the priority done. yes what is the priority for the day because like we talked about earlier in this episode some days may merit you to do more things and some days might be bare minimum days but at least you're you're keeping that commitment to yourself you're staying disciplined by you know doing your practice mm -hmm. and then you don't start that cycle of shame and if you don't get to do it because maybe all hell loose breaks that day 
you can give yourself the grace to be like, hey, I get another day to try this again. It's fine. I had a day. It doesn't mean I'm like done forever. It just means today was the day and I can move on with the next day. And you just wipe your slate clean and start over again. Really, really want to practice giving myself more grace, more mercy for that. Um, so moving segue into the next thing. So to help me with the studying part is, you know, when you just say, I want to study, it's kind of like arbitrary, like, okay, well, what are you studying, girl? Um, there is a study guide as well as a study schedule that I'm going to put together. Mm -hmm. So on my calendar, I will have my designated days and I will have studies sessions to myself. I will slot, put that slot of 30 minutes down. And then in that note so like when you're using your calendar I, okay i'm gonna just talk for google calendar people i can't talk to you iCal people but just google calendar um work with me so when you schedule something on google calendar you put the title you put the time you can add people you can add a place you can even add video conferencing if you need to talk to someone and schedule that but what the part that people probably don't utilize as much is the description and the attachment. So meaning for my study sessions, I'm going to add in that description what I'm studying that day. You know, if it's a certain section of the book, if it's like I need to do some practice questions, if I need to watch a video, if I need to do some memorization, whatever, put it in the description. And then if I need to have a thing to go along with it, say like it's the book or it's a guide that I found online, or it's a YouTube video that I found, I can put that as the attachment. And so when that day comes and the study session pops up, all I can do, all I have to do is click it and all my information is sitting right there. So I know what I'm doing. I think that's also very key with the simplicity and the ease of these challenges to make sure that they work for you is the setup. What do you need to have to get the thing done? So if you say reading, have your books quick and available to you. Leave it on your nightstand. If you go to you, like, you know, if you want to have a, your 30 minutes is at night before you go to bed to read. If you're, you know, you're reading during the day, either have your books on your phone or have them queued up if you're going to do audio. If you're going to read, like I have my office, you know, the professional books that I'm going to read, I'll make sure that they stay in my office. So all I have to do is pull them when it's that time to read you know, have the stuff readily available for you. Like they say, like, if you want to exercise in the morning, pull your clothes out the night before and have them there. Um, same type of thing. So for me, the studying, putting down what I'm going to study in my calendar so I know, putting down what I'm reading that day so I know, and then just helps me just take away some of the, the stress and the work with doing the thing. Because I think sometimes we psych ourselves out from committing to ourselves because of the setup and creating this whole additional thought of making it more work. And because like, oh, it's so much work to have to go do the thing, then you won't do it. Like it's so much work to exercise because you got to pull out your clothes and you got to pull out your waist. You got to queue up the video. You got to do all this stuff, mm -hmm. pre-work before you actually even do the thing. But yeah. if you start at the beginning and do your setup, it makes life so much easier. So talking about exercise, I'll, I'll segue into that. Three times a week, 30 minutes, right? The simplest thing I'm gonna start with is walking, right? So I'm gonna put on my calendar, 30 minutes, walk. And I know what the heck that means, right? 
And I already have in my head of kind of like an area that I can walk. And as I get more, you know, if I want to add more variety, I can put on my calendar, walk at park. So then I can plan that if I'm going to walk at the park, I need to either, you know, if it's the park down the street from me, put time in because that's like a 10 minute drive. Yeah. Put on there 10 minutes to drive. So I need to leave my apartment by this time so that I can get to this place to start walking at X amount of time. And this is also another time where you can knock out another um, goal. Like I said, with audiobooks, this can be a time when you're listening to a book as you walk. Exactly. My friend made a really good suggestion to me. We had a conversation uh, a couple months ago where she says, like, if you want to start incorporating a better practice into your exercising consistently, tie it to something that you find enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So she said for her, you know, she wants to do more walks. So she has a favorite podcast that she really enjoys listening to. Yes. I love listening to podcasts on my walk. It's the best. Exactly. And so she won't listen to that podcast unless she's on a walk. Mm, So it's like a treat. It is a treat. So if you like, you want to listen to some podcasts, you better get your butt walking. Mm. And I said, oh, that's so dope. So there's some audio books that I, you know, because like regular books, I I buy audio books because I just, it's like a thing. Some people buy, um, you know, little trinkets and whatever. I'm like, ooh, one ninety nine audiobook, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she'd be sending me the emails too. Oh yeah, so much. So I totally forgot to download that one book too. <laughs> you're fine. You're it's fine. Like shit. It's all good. I need to. I think because you have. I think I have Prime. And, oh, I know I have Prime. You have Prime, right? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I can add you to my library. There's something totally off subject, but we'll, we'll figure that out because then then you can be able to get some of these books. Um. But yeah, because I I am a book fiend, y'all. Anyway, so like my friend was saying, there are certain things that I want to like listen to. And it's like, oh, this is dope. I can do that with my walks is to incorporate my reading is to do my listening while I'm doing my walk for 30 minutes. And it's like, boom, you knocked out two things. So when you can have that happen, then great. And when it's not, it's fine. You know, you know, if you can double up, triple up, that'd be great. But if not, it's all good. So having the walks down on my calendar, scheduling those. um, And so to help me with that, one of the things I'll start doing, uh, especially on the days that I walk is, uh, well, because the days I walk, make sure when I wake up in the morning and I put on my clothes, I don't put on like my loungewear. I'm going to work all day in my apartment clothes. I put on my exercise clothes. I put on my leggings and, you know, um, t-shirt and hoodie. So when it's time for me to walk, all I have to do is put on my shoes and go, my shoes and my mask and go. So just to help with that setup. So that's kind of one of the things. And eventually I want to get to the point where I'm walking every day. And so walking just becomes a thing. And that's not my exercise, it's just base. And then I wanna incorporate um, actual exercise. So like 30 minutes um, of exercise and it could be, um, I do a yoga flow that I see on YouTube or maybe a Pilates class that I see on YouTube. Um, I have some exercise books, you know, maybe doing one of those circuits you know, it just depends, but whatever it is I decide I want to do, of course, I'll put it on the calendar. So that way I have all my equipment that I need. Like what, if I need equipment, it has it there. Like you're going to need your dumbbells. You're going to need your bands. You're going to need your ball. And so that way I can be like, oh, let me run over to my, um, 
spare bedroom and go grab these things because they're available, you know, or in the morning, make sure I pull them out and have them in the living room available for me. So when I get to that point, I can just do it. You know, a lot of this is setting yourself up for success um, and making sure you have all the appropriate resources. You have more resources than you realize. You know, you pretty much have all the things that you need to do all the stuff that you want to do. Um, so just making that, putting that together before you do it. So exercise is one. I'm just gonna start off with walking for the first couple of weeks um, just to get my body used to movement again because it really has been sedentary. Um, yeah, and continue with that. So another thing that I wanna start adding is practicing my languages. Um, so I have been consistent with my Duolingo um, at least doing that, I think it's like five minutes a day or so. Um, and that's been going pretty well. I'm like on 152 days or 53 days or something like that. Look at you. I know, girl. This is like, that's about, yeah, I'm like almost in four months um, have been doing this. I am nowhere near being able to speak at all with my Spanish, but there's certain things that are definitely kind of committed to memory. Um, but I want to take it up a notch. So I'd mentioned this to my friend about creating my own um, speech guide, basically, where I would write out the phrases that I would think that I would say, um, especially in like the way in which I would say it. I know English and Spanish doesn't translate directly, but there are ways to kind of say phrases that I normally say in English and Spanish, learning those phrases and committing them to memory, as well as practicing, you know, conversational Spanish. So once again, doing the 30 minutes and, you know, I just will put down practice Spanish. Oh Lord, I was about to say Pranish. Um, practice Spanish. And that can be, you know, listening to a podcast in Spanish watching a video on YouTube about Spanish, writing words out, doing, I have flashcards from when I took Spanish in college and I still have them pulling out my Spanish flashcards. I still have my Spanish books. So maybe doing some exercises from my Spanish class, um, you know, bothering my homegirl who speaks Spanish up on um, WhatsApp and <laughs> hitting her up with some terrible voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> Hola, <laughs> you know, como te llamo, <laughs> like all that stuff, disculpa, <laughs> you know, but anyway, committing to that three times a week, um, this doesn't include my daily Duolingo, I'm, I've been doing that, so I'm not considering, you know, something, I'm not adding it to the practice, like on the days that I say I'm going to do my 30 minutes Spanish practice, it will be included in that because I usually do about maybe five minutes. So that time it may be like, oh, I might do an additional 10 minutes of Spanish on my um, Duolingo. Um, or maybe I will do all 30 minutes, depending on how I feel. Like if I'm like, girl, we are just coasting today, I, you don't have energy for a whole lot. I might get on Duolingo for 30 minutes and knock out some exercises, but I've worked towards what my goal is. So it really, the method doesn't really matter as long as you're doing the actual work. Um, so that's part of it. Um, but you can kind of get the gist. It's like deciding what it is that you want to do, 
putting it on your calendar and giving yourself all the resources to do it. So that's some of the areas I said. Um, so exercise, practicing my Spanish, studying for my certifications, reading. Um, another thing is, you know, working on our podcast and some personal business mm -hmm. as well as, you know, my website. So that goes under, you know, they will be separate things. So I will have um, podcasts and I will put on there what I'm doing, you know, mm -hmm. It might be, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do the content calendar for the week or the month or whatever. I'm going to mm -hmm. sit down and see well, how much I, how much content I can knock out in 30 minutes. And then another day might be I'm going to schedule, you know, some content going forward. Mm -hmm. um, maybe I'll make some graphics based off of some episodes we've done or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But regardless, I'll have it, I'll decide kind of what I want to do and then just schedule it and just know I'll put 30 minutes to doing that thing. Um, or might be, you know, knocking out some solitary sessions. You know, mm -hmm. I might do like, oh, I'm going to do a solitary session today. So um, give me also just like a quick rundown of some other things you have in mind that you want to do. Sure. So um, I've mentioned working on the podcast. I mentioned um, exercising. Another thing um, is like, I don't know how you put this, but essentially it's um, personal development. So there are some things I want to implement um, in my life. Uh, one of them is the holistic um, psychologist. So she has the self-healing circle. And I've been a part of that circle since its formation, which was last November. So it's been a year. And um, I've just like paid my membership and I've used it a couple of times, but I haven't really like dove into it. Mm -hmm. And so they just moved to a new platform. It's much easier to use and go through and all that fun stuff. And I said, how about we commit, recommit to this? So um, that's kind of one of the things that I want to get better on is um, doing the exercises and going through, you know, that content. So I'll have 30 minutes of me, you know, going through the content and it might be, I'll, um, and I'll incorporate some of the reading because they actually have books in there um, into my reading list, but they have exercises, they have um, workshops, like all this type of stuff. So I'll commit to that. Um, and then also some other things is fun stuff. So for instance, um, art, I have mad paint craft stuff in my apartment um, that I've been having for years. And I was like, it's just sitting here and I'm tired of it sitting here. So committing to doing some art, um, just dabbling and stuff. I'm not artist by all but it just allows me to kind of work on that creative side of myself so I might pull up a YouTube video and be like oh okay this girl is doing xyz with this canvas using this paint let me recreate it and see what it looks like no well, that's fun and yeah. like listen not everyone like yes who gets into something is trying to be an artist you know you're just Correct. trying to have fun exactly um so another thing uh you know I love wine and um so what you gonna do is drink every 30 days 30 minutes <laughs> Just no uh-uh but what I want to do is um ha I have some wine books that I want to kind of go through there are some people I follow online that are really cool 
that talk about different wines and stuff and just kind of like get myself more um, knowledge about it. So like, yeah, studying wine. So, and that can be, you know, watching a YouTube, it could be reading a blog post. Um, there, uh, something I subscribe to, I think it's called Sunday school, wine, Sunday school or champagne is something, something. Sunday. I think also you need to incorporate some wine content because yeah. I, I say this like in the nicest way, but you are a wine. No, <laughs> and there are people out here getting those coins, doing little yeah. fun, little wine videos. Yeah. Um, you know, I have now fallen into the reels um, i know your reels are dope man i'm I like know, I, I so i'm actually going to take the rest of today and then um tomorrow since it's a holiday and mm -hmm. um play around with some reels so yo i need you to to i i'm gonna because i'm and, I, and i'm trying to because you know like you the reason why you know um i'm liking this and i'm making a list because there's some stuff that i i don't know if i'm gonna necessarily say 30 minutes per day because um certain things i'm fairly you know consistent on already but i want to get back to like blogging every day because i really liked when i was just blogging every day and even mm -hmm. if it was just like resharing our podcast you know just making that commitment just to go to my site and do something every day i really liked doing that um so yeah, yeah. It, it 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 shows commitment to yourself and it allows for it to grow because you're actually putting your eyes on it so yeah but i just think like you know some of the stuff that you do like it can be incorporated together like i said 30 minute walk and listen to audiobook that's two things done right there you want to do a wine thing we'll do a fun little like reel or something because trust me by the time you figure it out it will be 30 fucking minutes okay girl i was saying i'm like <laughs> One of the things I'm going to do today is I'm going to go on this YouTube, you know, YouTube university and be like, all right, who, who out here making these reels? Let me, let me, Seriously. you know, um, I want to be able to be like, okay. It seems like a lot of the stuff that you can do, you can, it, it can be incorporated yes. and um, it can be knocked out. Um, so that's something else. Oh Lord, I'm losing my pen. I'm going to add like, you know, right. see what can be done, you know, simultaneously. Right. And so that's, that's, you know, so me, you know, choosing a day to do like some wine study, it will be, I will count it as reading. Like if I'm reading, like I am going to count it as a part of my reading for the day. But like, oh, and if I want to read again, something else, that's mm -hmm. cool. But mm -hmm. you know, at least I know, hey, you knocked out two because you read, you know, in your book, your reading part. And then, you know, you made some content off of it or, you decided to to do some practice or something. Um, so, you know, that's one of the things, there was another one that I just thought of and went like that out the left. Um, it was wine, I said art, ah, music. Okay, I've, I, I thought I brought my instrument down here, but I realized I did not bring my saxophone home. Um, so the next time I go home, I'm gonna swipe it um as well as my dad's um uh what's that thing music stand but I want to start incorporating more music into my practice so I've been keeping my eye out for a keyboard um so the first thing first deck is keyboard so purchasing a keyboard I'm not going to do a piano I would love a piano but I don't live in a house like I'm not stationary and so I'm just like, let me get a keyboard because that's easy to, you know, finagle with me moving. And then if I need to like, you know, 
later on, uh, give it up. I'm not going to be too upset type of thing. Um, sell it or whatever. But I want to get back to practicing my piano. I want to get back to practicing my saxophone um, and incorporating more music in my life. I mean, I already listen to music, but I realize I miss playing music. And it just does something on the creative side for me. And um, I just want to get back to doing it. So that's kind of one of the things I want to incorporate. Nice. Um, so there was that. And then the other thing was I was like, oh, personal business. So um, I want to get better at um, my finances. I re realized this summer I was on it, dog on it, because I had a goal and I had a time period. And those two things came together and I was on it. And I was able to knock out a good portion of my debt this summer. I mean, it also helped because I was home. Um, fell off the bandwagon <laughs> around like September, August, September, um, because I had hit one portion of that goal. And I was so intent and focused on it. You know, I really had kind of, I don't want to say burn myself out, but I got tired. And I was like, I want to live a little bit. So um, I recently, uh, somebody shared a meme with me. And it's a, a lady, she does financial advice. And one of the things that she had in there that really was like, was she had, she said, same person, two different points of view. And on the person on the left was trying to be super aggressive with their saving. So they made this, you know, uh, but they didn't take in consideration their life and was trying to be like very much deprivation. And so they had to go back into their savings and be able to do the things that they wanted to do. And the per same person, but the person on the right was had the foresight of, I want to do these things, but I also want to save. So they added up what they wanted to do, found that total, and then saved the rest. And then they didn't touch their savings. And they were, it was a different thought pattern of, oh, you know, I have so much money to save. I'm doing so great, blah, blah, blah. While the other same person, but different method was like, oh, I never have enough money. I'm always broke, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what's your point of view? And I say that for me, I still want to have life. I still want to do things. I mean, the things that we can do now are a little bit lessened because, you know, we're still in a pandemonium and, you know, the Rona is out here. Um, but doesn't mean that I should live in a very deprivation, deprivation, I shouldn't live in deprivation, right? There are times when life calls for sacrifice and obedience, but it doesn't necessarily mean right now is one of those calls. Um, I can be a good steward and a better steward of my finances as well as my time. So, um, you know, that's so funny how you were talking about don't deprive yourself because I um, invest into Elvest and I follow them on Instagram. And it was really funny because, you know, the old school way of saving, uh, you know, people say, you know how I saved money? I didn't um, do this. I didn't do that. I didn't buy this. I didn't do that. Um, and it's so funny. They had something on here and it said, Shit, I'm trying to find it real quick. Sorry. Oh, you're good. About Elon Musk about how he's now like a billionaire. And it's like, it's because um, he didn't drink, you know, five million such and such and such lattes. And people are like, 
that sounds freaking ridiculous because who can drink that many lattes? So they were just basically saying like that old school mentality of, you know how this person's rich because they didn't buy a latte. That's how they're rich. Like they didn't buy Jordans or they didn't buy a fancy car. and, And it's like, okay, well that person you can buy the latte, you can buy this, you can buy that, but mm-hmm. you need to make sure you're making enough to um, justify it, Correct. you know? So basically kind of like what you were saying, um, you know, don't deprive yourself. Right. Uh, I'm, 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 tr- I'm going to try to still look for it, but keep yeah. going. Yeah. And it's, it's like that deprivation doesn't give you a good feeling. And it also invokes shame when you're not able to deprive for a particular set of time. Like no one can go you know, that long depriving themselves of simple pleasures. And not all simple pleasures cost, you know, 50 million, 11 dollars. And if a dollar cafe, I mean, I know most coffee mm-hmm. does not cost a dollar, but you get what I'm saying. If it brings you the pleasure that you desire, like as long as it's in your budget, then it's cool, you know? And you might get to your point of whatever you want to save for a little bit slower, but when you get there, you'll be happy. You'll be joyful. You won't feel like trash, you know, because you deprived yourself of all this other stuff. And it's like, yo, live life because- if you are in such a deprivation and you, you know, go to glory the next day, what, what, what did you do all that for? So, you know, live your life, but be reasonable. I think that's the, one of the things I like, I push back against when it comes to the, that financial advice of, you know, don't do this, don't do that, of don't buy like your consumerism is to really accumulate wealth takes wealth as well as like getting paid. Like if people, <laughs> I told people said this year, 2019, 2020, no, 2020 has been an improvement in my financial life, not because, well, pandemic alone, because I was home a lot. So I wasn't spending as much money on other things, but a lot of it was just because I had made more money because I had gotten a better job in 2019. Like yeah. I, I added 30 K to my income. Nice. Right. And so you can't, <laughs> you can't save your, I mean, let me phrase it. You can save your way to that, but a lot, like sometimes the better way is just to make more money. And so yeah, I, I, it just, it's just a faster way. So anyway, I say that because I definitely was on that deprivation budget life. And it is not sustainable. It's not long-term sustainable. So sitting down and really thinking about what it is that I want to do and shout out to Katrina, my life coach. She, um, we had a lesson last week where she wants us to create a budget, but also within that budget is a line she calls the exploration, exploration, excuse me, exploration fund. And in that fund, you commit to contributing a certain amount, whatever that amount is, um, however you get paid per pay period. And then, so you have a set amount for the month and then you can use that money to however, in whatever way you want. Um, But it's to get you to live in the now instead of in the future. Because a lot of times with these saving goals, they're long-term. So you won't see them for three, four, five months, you know, or years, depending on what the saving goal is, right? And 
she's like, you know, stop putting your future, your happiness in your future, enjoy it now. So the exploration fund, um, allow exploration fund allows you to have like kind of like a reprieve in your spending. So then you don't feel so bad about saving because you're not depriving yourself. And so she used it to do like fun stuff. So like, you know, she had a set amount, let's say a hundred dollars. And she'd be like, oh, I've never had Thai food before or Laotian food before. I'm going to go to this cool Laotian restaurant and learn about it and enjoy the food. Um, she used it to buy her a Vitamix. So she saved up for two months. And she's like, I'm going to use this to make nut butters and flowers because she has to be gluten-free. She has a gluten allergy. Um, and I'm going to use it to make really cool smoothies and soups and all this other stuff. And so you know, and explore. And so that's what she did was she got the Vitamix and made all these cool things and she really loved it. And it was just a, a fabulous purchase for her, but it allowed her over time to start saving more because she wasn't so focused on what she didn't have to spend because she was saving. She was focused on, oh, what can I use my Explore fund for this month? Or, oh, I need to save up a couple of months because I really want to do this thing, whatever. And I was like, yo, that's so key. So a part of my, you know, 30 minutes, 30 days type of thing is working on my personal business, which includes my finance. So that's, you know, reading my finance books, which is knocking out another thing, you know, two on two, um, looking at my finances, you know, um, budgeting out for the week, for the day, whatever, um, maybe taking a look at some investment opportunities and doing some research on that listening to a podcast about finances, um, you know, all those types of things, but I'll put it on there on my calendar because I want to get more savvy. I feel I have a really good base level. Now it's time for me to start doing some of that work and getting back to um, looking at, because when I was doing it this summer and I was looking at my finances basically every day, it helped me get attuned to my money and it helps start to see some awareness of some things I was doing and mm -hmm. being like, oh, I see a pattern here, right? And then it's like, okay, well, if the pattern is this and it helped me dive a little bit deeper, like, okay, um, I noticed I spent a little bit more on groceries this week. I wonder what, what, what was the reason why? And I go back and look, I'm like, hmm, okay, I spent more because I was out of staples. Okay, well, cool. Let me start, you know, being more mindful of my staples. Maybe I need to start a running tab. So that way I can space them out instead of having to have a big hit, you know, on a week. Or if I know, hey, you're going to have a lot of stuff come empty. I start budgeting for that, you know, a couple of weeks in advance, you know, a week or two. Like, oh, I got to, you know, I'm going to be out of ketchup. I'm going to be out of this. I'm going to be out of that. It's going to be an additional $40 to my grocery budget that week. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like it starts, you start thinking ahead yeah, it's yeah. Being way more mindful. So you're just not aimlessly like consuming stuff, um, but being very strategic. Uh, so that's like, you know, one of the reasons why it's like, oh, and we definitely want to get back into that. Like using the good portion of being that focus, which was seeing the awareness, seeing the patterns and being able to, you know, project in the future and kind of be a little bit more strategic. But the other thing that I'm taking away from that is you don't need to live in the deprivation and you need to incorporate things that are fun. So that way you get to your goal that you want in a happy place. You know, I want to start saving more. A lot of my saving issues is because um, 
I buy things because they, for whatever reason, I need them in the house, I want them, whatever. Um, but it's like, if you schedule that and you're honest with yourself and you're disciplined, then I can create a nourishing budget for myself. One that helps to nourish my actual self as well as all my other selves, my mental, my emotional, all that type of stuff, as well as help me modify some behavior issues in regards to spending because I'm in a sucky mood or I want to pick me up or, you know, whatever, I'm feeling lonely or whatever, whatever. Cause we do, we do emotionally spend. Um, and to say that you don't, I'm looking at you like, okay, well you were perfect and buy for, go on, go for it and be great. But I know I do it. I don't do it a lot. I've curved a lot of it, but it happens from time to time. Um, and it's just from a place of lack, whatever is lacking and you use consumerism to fill it. So working in reverse and being like, oh, well, let's pay attention to these places of lack, fill them up with other cool things that are wholesome and that are work for you. And you won't have to spend whatever dollars on the trinket, blah, 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 blah you know? Right. Yeah. So, so that's kind of like the other part. Um, last thing that I'm going to be adding to that list is um, food. And I say just like food in general. Um, so I already weekly get a box of veggies from a local CSA. And I noticed that on the weeks that I don't put in the effort to do like the quote unquote prep work, the veggies are just kind of like marf. And I'm like having to scurry at the last minute so I don't like throw away food because that just hurts my soul. So incorporating in my week 30 minutes for food prep and food prep doesn't mean like I'm cooking this food that day it it just means prep washing the greens cutting them up and putting them in the bag you know um taking the you know taking whatever the food I got that week and preparing it not to cook but to be cooked so if it's the onions, and I know I need onions that week, slicing them up, putting them in a bag, throwing them in the freezer. Like I said about the greens or whatever the fruit is or, you know, whatever it is. And then, you know, the next 30 minutes, um, it may be that day, it may be the next day, I'll do my meal planning. What am I going to make this week? What do I need from, you know, do I need anything to buy? Let me go ahead and do my grocery planning. And so then I'm like, okay, then I'll go to the grocery store. I don't know if I can get in and out in 30 minutes. That's my goal. <laughs> but at least, I, you know, I've done the work prior of what, you know, I sat down for 30 minutes and made out my grocery list. It may not take out 30 minutes, but at least I've given myself that time of, okay, I want to do these recipes. I'm going to need these things. I don't have these things. Oh, by the way, these things need to be re-up because I'm about to be ending. Blah, 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 blah. You see what I'm saying? So it really is taking your life and taking it into sections, you can call them lanes, you can call them compartments, whatever, and seeing where you can carve out pieces to do that are beneficial to you and putting them in that 30 minute segment. And a lot of it is breaking that down considerably because some stuff you're not gonna be able to do in a whole 30 minutes, right? Like you might be able to cook a meal in 30 minutes, great, but that's not my intention. My intention is to prepare myself doing the work of the setup. So I can make those super quick meals because I got everything available. I could throw it in the pan, keep it moving. 
but the ultimate goal is taking stuff that I make very big in my head and causes all that shame and anxiety, breaking them up into 30 minute segments throughout the week. And it just releases all of that. And it just makes things a lot easier and simpler so that you can do it consistently. So like sometimes people think about their budget and they're like, oh my gosh. And they create, make this whole big thing because they think it's going to take them two, three, four or five hours. And it may, but if you break it up in segments over the week, then 30 minutes of like, I am just going to have a day where I pay bills. And if it takes you 30 minutes, it takes you 30 minutes. If it doesn't, great, move on to your life. You know, you, you save that 15 minutes and you can add it somewhere else. But at least you've dedicated the time to do it so that you do it. I think that's a lot of the problem. We don't dedicate the time and have it on our calendar to do it. Um, and when you make it in a bite-sized form to where it's it's a little bit of a push, but it's not too much, you know, overwhelm, it sets you up in a good way. And I think that's why I chose the 30 minutes. You know, I could have chosen five minutes, but I know myself like five minutes, 10 minutes, anything under 30 isn't adequate enough time for me to really commit to do something. Um, and therefore I've already started in a negative place, at least with the 30 minutes, it's like, oh, I have a happy thought about it. I feel like I can at least accomplish something. And then whatever I don't, I just roll over to the next section, you know, next, next 30 minute session that I've had scheduled for myself, right? So, I mean, that's essentially it. That's the, that's the basis of the reason why I chose, you know, the 30 minutes, why I chose the 30 days was to give myself a month to, a month benchmark, right? You need to have a benchmark so you have something to evaluate. 30 days is a pretty good evaluation point. It at least gives you a starting point of, okay, this is what I can do for 30 days. Now let's see what happens for the next 30 days. And then you can reflect back and, you know, be able to look between the two. And I understand yeah. this is a very strategic viewpoint of stuff. I mean, I hate to say this kind of how I live my life. And it's also probably why I'm good at getting my job. <laughs> but it, I need these things from, I need these things to be able to be objective. Because it's hard to say you need to change a thing about yourself if you have no knowledge or awareness of what you're changing. It's just hard. And we always want to say, oh, I want to be better. I want to do this. I want to do that. I do want to that. But if you don't even know where you start, how do you know if you need to be better in the thing? You might right. be awesome at it. You have no idea. And so you're already setting yourself up to be like, I got to be better than this thing. And you might be at 100%. And that's kind of what I want to give myself that benchmark to say, are we at 100% at this thing? Or maybe yours is not a hundred, maybe it's a thousand. I don't know, whatever your scale is. Are we the best at this thing? If we're not, great. Now I, know, I have a starting point. I have a place to build to. Where do I want to go? This is where I am now. Where do I want to go? Okay, now I can break down how to get there. A lot of our challenges that we put on ourselves, we have no idea where we're starting and we're having these audacious goals. And you're like, but girl, you asking for you know the sky, and you're still underground. So, okay. So like I said, I've been um, creating a list and I'm going to kind of take it to wrap it up because, you know, we can talk forever. So with the, you know, 30 minutes, 30 days, mm -hmm. first of all, um, be realistic with yourself. Be realistic. And 
Yes. You might not be a 30 minute person. You might truly be a 15 minute person, or you might be a 45 minute person, or you might be a 25. What? You have to be honest and realistic with yourself. Right. And the other thing, being honest with yourself of your priorities and your obligation. And I say this with all the knowledge of my privileges. And I kind of want to circle back real quick about the things when we were talking about finances and stuff. Um, there's a lot of privileges in those things. Like, you know, people talk about, oh, Elon Musk didn't get rich, you know, because he didn't buy 50,000 lattes. We have to acknowledge the privilege. He is a white man living in America. He came from a very wealthy white family in South Africa who mm -hmm. owned minerals. They, they owned, they were, he's a part of the De Beers family. So we already know what that money looking like, you know? So you, it's hard to, you can't sit here and compare yourself with people who had thousands of legs up than you, right? Yeah. My finances are going to be totally different than from somebody who makes, you know, 50K a year, you know, um, pre-tax, you know, not post, pre-tax. Um, my, my, you know, and I'm going to be different than somebody who makes 200K. I don't make 200K. So you have to also acknowledge your privileges and things as well as your starting points so that you don't sit here and think you can do all these things. And, and you don't want to think below yourself, like doubt yourself, but you have to be honest of where you're starting from. So, you know, I acknowledge my privilege of being a single woman. I have no obligations other than to myself. I don't have an animal. I don't have kids. I don't have a husband or partner. I don't have any of those things. So my time is truly my time and I can be as selfish with it as I decide to need to be, as opposed to someone else who may like, you know, you have your obligation to your children. You also um, have a relationship with your parents. And however that is, you know, you might have things that you do for them and they do for you, blah, blah, blah. So your obligations and your already commitments are going to be different than mine. And so for you, it might be different where you might not have 30, you might need to do a 15, or you might need to do 45 because in order, your 45 is more dedicated because you have other things in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't also don't discount the time as in um, I can only do it for the 30. If you need 45 because, you know, it's going to take you 45 minutes to do the thing, commit to the 45 and schedule it. And if that means you can only do two things, then that's fine. But be honest so that when you can build your consistency, I think we set ourselves up by not being honest. And it's like, I mean, yeah, I could have said an hour. You know, I have technically the time to do it, but that not that wouldn't be honest with myself and where I am right now. And so I have to honor where I am, honor myself and set myself up for success. And if I decide later on that, hey, the 30 minutes is going really great. I want to push it up to 45 or even an hour. I can do so because at least I know I can do the 30 minutes. I really don't know right now. I'm, I'm thinking I can. So that's why it's going back to the ex, um, experimentation. But yeah, we definitely have to be mindful of <laughs> your your obligations and also your privileges. So, was sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so, like I said, be realistic with your goal. Um, write down a bunch of stuff and see, um, kind of prioritize. See what um, is more 
like what's not matters to you, but you know, just prioritize, prioritize, be like, oh, do I really want to focus on this right now? Or maybe I could check on this in a couple of months or whatever. Exactly. Um, you know, try to knock out a couple of things at one time, you know, such like I was saying, if you're going to go for a walk, try to listen to an audio book or something mm-hmm. at the same time, or like Chanel says, she wants to learn more about wine. So maybe she'll read a book about wine and that'll be her reading and then her studying and you know, incorporating more of that. Um, right. Also another thing that you can do while you're walking, like if meditation's one of your things, yes. walking meditation, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or she can listen to like an audio in like Spanish or something. Right. So, you know, also see like what she can knock out um, two at a time mm-hmm. or more, create a schedule, you know, sit, stick to it. If you say you're yeah. gonna wake up at a certain time, you know, to get going, do that. Um, mm-hmm you know, start seeing like what's realistic. I mean, we are still in a pandemic. So don't be like, oh, well, I'm such a social butterfly. Da, 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 da. Be like, okay, that's great. But you know, see, you know, like step back from that. Correct. Step back from maybe a little too much binge watching or, you know, I, excuse me. You're fine. I'm, I'm um, guilty of that. So, uh, you know, just yeah, I'm actually to see what where like what you can lose to gain. Yeah, correct, and that's I, I I'll, I'll counter on the binge watching. So I um I don't do a lot of like TV and stuff like that. It's every whenever I feel like it, which isn't very often. I do a lot of binge listening, and so I will listen to some of my favorite podcasts. You know, and they are just pop culture uh highlights this that and the third commentary and sometimes I learn some things from them but most of the time I just enjoy them because they're my form of entertainment because they also they allow me to do other things while like I think that's secretly why I'm not a big binge watcher because to watch tv I'm in the thing and I can't do anything else Mm -hmm. and a part of me is like you have so much shit to do yeah this is like a luxury on a luxury and when with the podcast you know even though it would be like watching you know trashy tv or binge watching a tv series like Grey's Anatomy I can be cooking I can be cleaning I can you know um you know doing some rote you know uh you know, math for my budget or something. I've done that before where I've put something on and then done another thing. And so I, I will do that with the binge listening. So what I'll commit to myself is to kind of shake it up or change it up. So like if I listen to something that's pop culture-ish that I really like, quote unquote, be trashy, the next thing if I'm going to be binge listening would be something on blogging tips or investments or whatever have you to kind of like balance that out. But I'm I'm with you. I just... I do the binge listening a bit because I will run through a podcast um, in about a couple hours and be like on episode 20 <laughs> of a podcast and I just started it. So I, I feel you. I'm just on the binge listening side. Yeah. Um, so I just put, you know, be, a re- be realistic with your goals, be honest, be disciplined, um, and see what can be done simultaneously. And um, it's okay to quote unquote fail, like just meaning to have an off day, just pick or off time. Um, but then just pick yourself up again and keep going. 
And then even maybe you're not even having a bad day. Are you having a bad minute, a bad hour, right. a bad moment? Correct. How can you um, pivot yes. and change that? Exactly. So key, so clutch. Because sometimes we will write off a day, a week, a month as being bad because there is literally a moment that wasn't great. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, that kind of because that's where I came up with the list of the things was to do was these were list of things that I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I hate to say it's not rocket science. It truly is just going, these are the areas I would like to get better on, or in my case, find out where I am. Mm-hmm. And then from there, be able to evaluate if I need to be better, whatever, whatever but I want to track it. I mean, that's essentially all this challenge is. It's tracking for 30 days of doing things that I am interested in doing more of or incorporating more of in my life. Um, Because I noticed with, and we had talked about this, like the days run into one another Mm -hmm. and I already live by my calendar anyway. And it's like, I want to start incorporating into my life things that I find enjoying as well as enriching enriching lord goodness gracious but anyway which goes back to my you know my word of nourish because it feels like 2020 was definitely a year of purging um and refinement and pruning and all this other stuff um and even uh not allowing but awareness, a lot of awareness and awakening. And this year I'm like, you know what? We did some things last year. We learned some stuff. We implemented some things. I really want to nourish and and start transitioning out of that survival mode. And these are things that I know will help me um, be more nourishing to myself. You know, setting up the practice to stay disciplined helps in that consistently being able to do these things so yeah just pick a list of some things you want to incorporate more into your life and then think of a time that you can dedicate to doing it consistently um i only did the three 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 because it just helps like three times a week 30 minutes for 30 days like you know clickbait but you know it also helps to frame where you're working at so it for me for you it might be four 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 you're going to do this four times a week 45 minutes and you're going to try and do it for four months and see how it works you know yeah choose whatever is your time and it may not necessarily rhyme it might be a two one eight or whatever I don't know who cares just frame it in a way that you think it would be best for you and then just do the work. So, I mean, that essentially is all it is. Create a list of things you want to incorporate more into your life. Decide what time limit you can be able to do said things adequately as well, because that is key. Because if you're not going to be able to do this thing in five minutes, you're not going to do it. And then once again, cycle um, And then commit to doing it for a time period consistently. And then that's it. You know, your time period might be weekly. It might be monthly, whatever. Because some stuff you might be like, I only want to do this just once a month. Okay, cool. Put it on your calendar. Keep it pushing. Um, I will say 
this is something I'm incorporating to get myself back on a schedule because I realize I do function a lot better even though I secretly can't stand schedules. I live by them. It is the weirdest place to be because uh, I want to enjoy this whole thought in my head that I am like willy-nilly. Oh, you know, I live by the moment and I'm free and I don't want what, just, just, no. <laughs> I do not, and it does not work for me. Um, I really do thrive in a more structured environment. Um, the structure can be fluid and the structure can be um, flexible. And I think that's essentially what it is that I want. I wanna be able to have flexibility and fluidity in my structure. And it probably sounds so oxy, uh, not an oxymoron, probably paradoxical, but regardless, if something, and I think that building that into your schedule allows you, like you said, to have life. So like, if you do have a bad moment because you're flexible, you're able to switch things out. So I like to also think of what I call um, worst case scenarios. So when you, and I read this, I think in Tim, Tim Ferriss's book, when you plan for the worst, and you've heard that phrase, but when you, you know, then you're not sideswipe or whatever. I can't remember the whole phrase, but when you think of the things that could stop you and you already start planning for them ahead of time, it helps take some of that anxiety out. And then you're like, it's like, oh, it's not a bad moment. Like I already planned for this. Oh, I planned that, you know, my tire would blow out one time as I'm heading towards the park. So I have a spare. I have AAA. I know I have these podcasts that I can listen to and queue up, a book to read, somebody to call. You know, if that was to happen, what would I do? And then just kind of have like a little mental plan, maybe write it up in a note, whatever. Um, so those are some of the things that you can think of. Like, I mean, life will happen. But if you see like certain occurrences that will hang up, like if you're a mom and you know that kids will usually come ask you for stuff randomly during the day, how can you plan for that? I mean, you can't like schedule your kids down to life, but is there a phrase that you can use? Is there a time that you all can come together to realize like, hey, mommy's gonna be unavailable from one to one thirty every day, you know? And so the kid's like, oh, okay, it's one o'clock. Okay, mommy won't be available one thirty. I know I can call her or talk to her if I'm dying, but other than that, it's not a death thing, you know? if your kids are of that age where they can think that way, if they're like two, more than likely no. But being able to do those types of plans help for you to mitigate those types of issues. Not everything can be planned for in advance, but some stuff can be. And I think we just don't give ourselves that, that ability because we automatically go, oh, you can't plan for all the worst things. Well, some you can, and those that you can do it. And then if it never happens, you never have to worry about it. And then also you're already in your mind kind of thinking of like the worst case scenarios, they don't happen. And you're like, dang, this is actually not as hard as I thought it would be. It's like, you know, psyching yourself out. It's all mental gymnastics, but yeah. So, I mean, I use that. My probably would be like work stuff. Like I know that certain things usually happen and being able to kind of take a look in the future and be like, mm, what does this week look like? Okay, well, I know I got to ask the meetings on Wednesday. Uh, maybe I shouldn't do a lot of things that are going to take me out the house. 
I'll do a lot of stuff that's in the house. And then you schedule your day accordingly. So then you're not like putting down, oh, I got to do this and I want to go here. And then you like feel self-defeated because you can't because, you know, you got meetings and things. Schedule is definitely so clutch, so key, but allowing yourself that flexibility to change stuff if you need to and just have backup things. It's really not anything new. <laughs> yeah. It's the stuff that we say and we look at and you're like, oh my God, but like taking that time to actually do it and you're like, wow, I actually did the thing. Like now just talking and thinking about it, it's like, I'm probably going to put in there um, setup. Like some things need set up for me in order to do that. So scheduling 30 minutes every day, not the three times a day, but every day, like, okay, what do I need to set up for the day? What do I need done in order to do the things that I want to get done today? And if it may not be today, it might be two days out, but I can do it on a Tuesday. So then it's done by Thursday or whatever. So right. just get the shit done. Let me stop. <laughs> no, literally that is, that's it. Get the shit done. Schedule the shit. Get, think of the shit, write the shit down. Yeah. Schedule the shit and do the shit. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Seriously, I know. All right. And on that case, you guys know where to find us. Thank you for always listening. Selfcreativepodcast.com, selfcreativepodcast at gmail, selfcreativepodcast on Instagram. Please rate, like, subscribe, review, share, all that jazz. I'm Shanika. Find me at shanikapishi.com, shanikapishi on Instagram. And you can find me, JSN Simmons, Twitter, Instagram, Janelle S. Simmons on Facebook. And uh, yeah, you know, we haven't had some questions in a while. We would love some questions, but um, there's a question on question um, that I want us to answer. Um, so this might be, we have to figure out where we can put it in. But a friend of mine came to me about an issue and I was like, ooh, this might be a good podcast. So. Okay, well then let's do that. Yes. Okay. But yeah, hit us up for some questions and stuff. Let us know if you like us to talk about a thing, a topic or something. Um, and just, you know, give us some feedback. We out here. We like y'all. We love to listen. So. Absolutely. And until next time. Bye. Bye.